A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. I'm just down a back alley in Dalston, East London. Um... Well, I texted this guy. I don't really know him. Somebody gave him, uh, gave me his number, and uh, I texted him. And uh, uh, well, to cut a long story short, I asked him if he had um, something which I really wanted this weekend: uh, tomatoes, aubergine, uh, salad leaves, cauliflower. He told me he thought he could get hold of some, um, but. Uh, We'd need to keep it quiet and I'd need to pay in cash, so I'm just waiting for him now and um, hopefully when he turns up uh, we can do the deal, so uh, fingers crossed on that one. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to yet another edition of Park Dates. You're probably sick of it by now. It's just people in parks talking and the sounds of runners and idiots walking over dead leaves, the bloody wind, there's a leaf. Oh God, it's so boring. Why do I even bother? Well, I'll tell you why I bother. And it's because of the people. It's always because of the people, isn't it? And in this episode, you can hear someone who is like this podcast... Uh, which is a podcast in progress, a woman in progress. That was the name of her Edinburgh show. Seamless segue. Uh, She's really funny. She runs an indie night called Indie Amnesty. Uh, She MCs at loads of nights, including the brilliant Hamlet Comedy Club, uh, Dulwich Hamlet MC. uh, MC? I've been in America for too long. Dulwich Hamlet FC in South London. Uh, which is run by my friend Matt. Hi, Matt. You should go along to that night. Um, Alex is uh, very funny. She uh, compared Leeds and Edinburgh. Oh, my God. Shall I re-record this? I can't even be bothered. Leeds and Reading festivals. Uh, And she was, um, by all accounts, brilliant at that. It is, of course, Alexandra Haddow. We met... In Green Park, and you're about to hear that conversation now. Uh, if you like park dates, subscribe to our socials, you know what they are. Leave us a review, say it's awful, say sack the presenter, I don't care anymore. Don't even listen to this, don't even enjoy it. Alright, bye. Welcome to Green Park. I'm here today with Alexandra Haddow, who's just finishing. <laughs> having a sandwich 
we were discussing what, what an intro what, <laughs> what the best sandwiches from M&S and as I'm sure you'll all agree M&S's best ever range is, oh, yeah. is really set new standards in supermarket sandwiches it's changed my life and bank account <laughs> for the, well one for the worst one for the yeah. better and class yeah. in society but they are so nice we, we were saying as well the normal sandwiches look so rubbish they look anemic yeah in, in comparison in comparison they're so the bread is so thin should we have, have a little stroll yeah yeah the bread is so thin the fillings look quite uh, mediocre whereas the um, best ever ones they've got like loads of filling and they're amazing yeah I actually feel like I've uh, been fed now <laughs> instead of potentially got E. coli <laughs> which is nice this is such a nice day in the end today. yeah it's Earlier nice and sunny it isn't it raining and horrible and I was like oh no winter's here yeah are you a winter person I because I prefer the summer I am half Scottish, so I tend to get sunburnt just if I leave my house. Yeah. Um, so Which... I prefer like spring and autumn, you know. Right. Nobody likes winter because it's too dark. It's too it? dark and it's too cold. We're both yeah. we're both very pale. In fact, if you, oh. if you could see us now, we'd probably be the winning award for the palest. Yeah, I hope you're wearing Factor 50 now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah. yeah. I have to put sunscreen on every time I leave the house. <laughs> um, I always well, I'm just seen a, a bald man walk, par- walk by I've always wondered about like do bald men have to put like oh, sun- yeah. sunscreen on their heads and I feel like actually bald guys have it better than guys that are balding because you have to sort of put cream on the balding patch rather yeah. than just slap it all over your head you know <laughs> in a wanna have you ever seen a bald man put sun cream on yeah, his head yeah I have have you <laughs> yeah and <laughs> fair play to them for respecting the sun <laughs> Oh, it's it's funny, isn't it? It's funny, but yeah, like being I don't know when you when you've got like light light skin and light hair, like us, you always have to kind of think about that, don't you? If I if I sit in the sun for too long, I'm always down the lido, and if I don't put my uh, oh yeah, don't put my sunblock on, then I get um, oh I I've, I've honestly I've been burnt in so, so many comedy ways, you know, like just what popping was the funniest? Out, popping out for lunch for like 10, 15 minutes, yeah. and just and just like fully getting burnt. Like thinking that a parasol was covering the whole of me, but it's just like had a corner of my shoulder out, and that was red. And it was yeah. just, but it's all. I mean, literally, if I if I put sun cream on, in you know, if it sort of sprayed on me and I didn't rub it in, I would get burnt in the exact <laughs> negative of the spray. Yeah. You know those people that tan, and even though they put cream on, they sort of tan yeah. really evenly. And I'm like, how? Because it, the equivalent of that with me and burning is. It's horrible. It's so annoying. You know when you go to the beach in Europe. I've just, I've just thought of an extension of that as well. You see, some people look so kind of together and glamorous. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. they have like they, their tan is even, and they kind of they look sort of glossy, and everything's tidy. Yeah. I go to the beach a lot, but it's chaotic and messy. It's, it's, There's it's like awful. sand yeah. everywhere. I've got like sun cream half rubbed in. Yeah, it's, I, <laughs> I get so jealous of Europeans. With, you know, people that are used to the beach like that. Yeah, because I'm ex- I'm the exact same. I'm just there, like reapply, like yeah. do it, and just and they look so chic and they so cool. They do look chic and cool, don't they? And I'm like, oh god, How I've got you... all the creams and all the, you know. Maybe and... maybe it's part of our nature, you know, being British. Maybe we're not quite we're not quite comfortable with people. We're no, not we're not, we're not very cool. We're not yeah, we're not very cool. Yeah, like we try hard, don't we? But then you go to you go to other countries and realise that we're um, yeah, we're, we're you're just... never going to be like French or Italian. 
<laughs> they have a certain way, don't they? They do. Even the way they smoke, they look so glamorous when they do it. I know, they look like, you, when you watch somebody like that smoke, you think, oh, it's probably not bad for us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, when, when I go to Italy, I'm like, well, I saw that I'll get, get some marble lights here. <laughs> yeah. Whereas when you see British people smoking, it's just some... Outside of spoons. Yeah, so I was literally going to say, some old guy outside where the yeah, spoons, yeah. just smoking a cigarette and coughing. Yeah, just and being it, like, yeah. oh, do you know what, I'm all right. Actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I look... think even if I did smoke, I'd probably quit on the spot. Yeah. It doesn't look so. Uh, it doesn't look so appealing, it's does not it? Not for me. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Never. Never. Never tried it. Do you want to try your first one now? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I've never ever understood it. I'm ever. A, only joking, listeners. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give that. Alex, Alex, a cigarette. I've never smoked a cigarette in my woman. life either. That's not. That's not have true. you not? No, I have. Oh. <laughs> Do you smoke? No, I don't. I Are don't you one of those people that lies to yourself about how much you smoke? I did when I, I did when I was younger. I have to be careful because my parents might be listening. But uh, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> he doesn't my, smoke. I don't want my, my mum. He's to definitely know. not got a logging in his eyes <laughs> for a cigarette. Yeah. Should we go, should we go away Let, from, the, from the flag shaggers? Oh, the, swear. yeah, we can swear. Yeah. <laughs> so this is we're at Buckingham Palace now. Yeah. Um, have you heard they've, they're having to um, get rid of all the tributes to the Queen via horse and carriage? Is that what they're doing? Yeah. I was with Shazia Mirza yesterday, and we saw quite a lot of those tributes. And yeah, there was there was there was hundreds and hundreds we saw in. Um, Imagine the Park. money that might, must have been spent on that. Yeah. So they're bringing a horse and carriage to like take them all away. Yeah, apparently so. Don't know why. Don't know yeah. if it's just that looks better. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And just like a big old skip. <laughs> We're done that. being bothered now. Right. The workers just. Got, there's some like topless guy. Put in all the tributes and skip. It's not quite yeah, as exactly. yeah, not quite as glamorous. Is it? <laughs> um, well, the same guy that was outside spoons. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was him exactly. Yeah, smoking while he's putting yeah. the tributes to the Queen and yeah. the skip. Yeah, probably horse and car is more dignified. Horse and cart? No, horse and carriage. Horse and carriage. Horse and car is a well, different I'm, vibe. Yeah. I'm, show, I'm showing my um, my working class roots as well. <laughs> um, the rag and bone man for collecting ra- up the. What does what did the rag and bone man do again? Did they bring? I think did they, they collect like the old. Didn't they buy and sell like used stuff? stuff? Yeah. Was I feel it, like that that's was what it was. Was that Steptoes? Was Steptoe and Steptoe and Son? I think yeah. he was a rag and bone man. I feel that sounds right. It's one of those things your parents tell you a story about them, and you're like, like God, okay. did you grow up in Victoria? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you like a hundred. <laughs> we'll be the same. We're, we're telling our children like, oh, do you remember we used to. I don't know. MySpace. To... Yeah, exactly. We used to use MySpace. We used to actually meet people and talk to them. They'd be like, what? What you the didn't, hell? You didn't just talk through like a screen or through yeah. your brain or something? God, yeah. I wish I'd never had a phone. I swear my attention span, my brain has just melted. Yeah, it's bad for your attention span, isn't it? Horrific. For sure, yeah. I've deleted Twitter off my phone just because I was... Twitter's getting, the worst. ...getting too yeah. reliant on it. I mean, every minute. Just getting a little update or... Well, yeah, constant. there's um, a, there's like a psychological aspect to it as well, isn't there? You yeah. get like a, a dopamine hit. Yeah, dopamine. Yeah. So it's kind of like an addict, addictive. Yeah, yeah. Thing, I need to have it? like a sign by my bed. I think that's just like, get up, shower, have your breakfast before you check your phone because it's literally because your alarm goes off. It's the yeah. first thing. I got a radio alarm clock that does wake me up. To be fair, but then I, I love that. I have one of those. Yeah. Radio, radio alarm clock is nice. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's way nicer, but like, yeah, any tips if anyone's listening that they want to tell me? Yeah, exactly. Ironically, you probably have to tweet me. <laughs> tweet, tweet Alex tips first. To help me to stop tips tweeting. Tips for giving out tweeting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
What should, should we have a little walk to? Yeah, yeah. So we walk to the park. We should see. Yeah, we should see. We can be anti-royalists and walk away from, walk away from it. I found myself being. I was kind of not neutral before yeah. the Queen died, but as in like I was sort of. If fifty percent is neutral, I was sort of ten percent on the way of anti-royalist. But ever since the whole nation lost its mind, I'm sort of like, oh god, can we just? And when I when I say like get rid of them or anything, I don't mean guillotine them. <laughs> guillotine some of them, don't get me wrong. Not well, naming any, any names, but well, it's, it's funny because Mark Thomas said that exact thing to me. Yeah, he was he was advocating that. I mean, might, I might think have to, some might of have them. to edit that one a little yeah. bit. I think. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I loved you, Mark. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think, and I just, you know, just just give the just dissolve them back into normal society mm. and. Stop oh, this now, absolute madness because the next generation won't have the madness if they didn't exist. Now, Alex, I think what you've done there is you've come up with a really good idea for a TV show, which we should maybe pitch. Okay, yeah. The royal, the royal family go back to being normal people. Yeah, that's actually quite and a good that idea. Would be, that would be great for the optics. It would show that they're kind of down with all of us. Yeah. Um, and you like know, in these, faking it. But. It would be like faking it exactly, and in these tough times. Where we're, you know, all facing uh, impending economic <laughs> Armageddon. That's the only thing. <laughs> Don't be... let me get too ranty on this. I'll just be Mark Thomas Light. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but I think it would be perfect. Yeah. So they could do. Or it could be like undercover boss as well. Like they yeah. could do some kind of regular, exactly. regular job. Um, <laughs> and we could. They could. They could work. I don't know, working at McDonald's or something be interesting wouldn't it yeah instead of just being posed by a mcdonald's you know <laughs> just sort of doing like their, their shift which is actually 20 minutes in a photo op yeah no they'd ha- yeah we'd, we'd have to do it properly they have to spend one year undercover yeah like, living in a uh living in a you know council flat or something yeah working their job yeah eight hours a day doing another job on the side yeah um, having to do an OnlyFans as well to get some more money. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to go the full, the yeah. full like yeah, full experience. I think. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, but then I think we we gaslight them at the end of that year. So when they when they sort mm. of they're thrilled, they're excited that they're coming back into the sort of royal quarters and their royal life. We're all just like, what are you talking about? The, there is yes. no royal family. <laughs> exactly the joke. Yeah, they're like knocking on the door of Buckingham Palace. I'm back. Yeah. They open the door. Who are you? Yeah. Buckingham Palace yeah. is a spoons now. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest weather spoons yeah. in London. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's the future that liberals want. Yeah. <laughs> can you, can, that's actually another good idea for a show. Yeah. <laughs> Turn Buckingham Palace into London's biggest weather spoons. Yeah. And um, do you know what? It would it would fill up. Oh there. yeah, it you'd would go fill there up in for an a, a royal pint. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, you could have like royal themed or a revolution pint. Yeah, uh, depending yeah. on your. You could have two sides to the pub. Why not make it partisan? <laughs> you, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> well, as in like, what like vodka revolution? Like that? Do you remember that club? Oh yeah, God. it could be like that. That was kind of where you ended up, no matter what you did for like three years of your twenties. Do they still exist? Yeah. They do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think they did a gig in one not long ago. Oh my god. When There's you... one in Soho, or that might have closed down, but they do still exist. There was one in Edinburgh at the fringe. When yeah. you when you said about doing that gig in Birmingham, Alex, I was uh, I was gonna message you and say, I hope it's not jongleurs, because I remember going to yeah. com- I remember going to comedy there and I I felt for the comics because I think it was one of the toughest yeah. drunkest. Jonglers went out of business. Are they not going? Oh my God! I keep showing my yeah. age, don't I? Are they no, not? But not that. I mean, not not super long ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe like four or five years ago. Really. I think. 
Um, but yeah, they were known for that, but they paid really well. Yeah. And then basically, um, a company, a company that you know, but that I don't think they're a comedy company, took over them and kind of sort of tanked it into the ground, really. Really? But yeah, apparently they were like, they were horrific. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Did you ever go to, well, I guess you never, never performed there. Did you ever go to a show at, at Jongleur? I think I probably did, yeah, when I was, when I was younger. But yeah. I, no, I never performed there. Um, but I, if it was the Jonglers, it was when I was probably like nineteen twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, do you remember they they had I went to I went to the one yeah. in Birmingham and everyone was so drunk. Yeah. And no one was really listening. There was yeah, a lot of talk. It, was, it sounds awful. To be yeah. Fair. There was a lot of talking. And but here's the thing I remember. I don't know why I remember this, but they did food and it kind of arrived on a tray that you would get. I've not been to prison, but I imagine the kind of <laughs> food tray you would get in prison. This like plastic tray. With these kind of compartments, really, and all the yeah, all this like sort of fried food. There's like onion rings and uh, like chips and some other kind of battered stuff. Oh my god! So people were eating this sort of prison food, obviously necking their pints, and um, yeah, not really listening to the comedians. I mean, not a great atmosphere. It annoys <laughs> the shit out of me. I mean, this is the most obvious statement in the world, but as a you comedian, when people think that that's what a comedy club is, or yeah. when promoters think that's what it is, so. Glee clubs can be, you know, 400, 500 people. There's like 430 in on Saturday in Birmingham. Yeah. But they've all, if they're in a stag or a hen, they basically, you, I feel like you never get this in France. Do you know what I mean? Like we were saying, they're much classier. You have to kind of pay a deposit and like pay behaviour bonds. So you have to pay your ticket and then pay 20 pounds each. Someone trying to tell us that he's got a tiny dick. Um, um, but yeah, a behaviour. Yeah, they box. have to pay an extra twenty pounds on top of your ticket. And basically, if you, you know, I think you get like one warning essentially if you're yeah. too drunk or if you're chatting or if you're shouting out at the comedian, and then you get that taken away from you as well. That's really interesting, and that's probably a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, that's probably a good idea to do that. But some of them, you you'd think it is mad how much they don't yeah. kind of once they've had three drinks. I mean, I don't know how little. Um, some of the people on some of the stags and hens because it's not everybody to be honest the majority of them are really nice Yeah. but you do get the odd people where you think have you been out before? <laughs> do, you, do you know <laughs> how to behave? yeah yeah. <laughs> so just go to a bar if yeah. you want to be really rowdy you know I think I think there's, yeah. maybe some people are like oh, I've got a great idea let's go and see some comedy um, and maybe that's yeah, that's, and that'll be on, it'll be on in the background. That's that's what? maybe not the best way to approach it. Like, oh, I just want to go and see a film tonight. You just end up seeing a film that you have no interest in. Yeah, you don't even really that's, like that's films. That's kind of how they yeah. sort of yeah choose it. It seems. Yeah. Um, speaking about that, we uh, I saw you in Edinburgh. I yeah. thought your show Women in Progress was really really good. Oh, thank you. It was really funny. It was really great. Um, the venue was quite eccentric, wasn't oh. it? Which uh, day were you there on? Was it quite? A, was it a full room or was it a quiet? It, one? it was a. It was a full room. Oh, was it? Okay. Alex, Alex did an Edinburgh show, which was it was really really good. But when I went into the venue, I was like, I, I was like, am I in the right place? Because yeah, it was a pub yeah. filled with this like old. It, it was a proper uh, sort of local pub. It was a local pub in wasn't Edinburgh it, exactly. uh, with some characters. Yep. Uh, which which were great, and actually a lot of them came in and were were fine I thought they would just be you yeah. know sort of hating us because we were taking over their pub for three weeks or whatever but um, yeah the, the room wasn't too bad apart from being 
I'd say hotter than the surface of the sun. It was quite warm. Um, <laughs> and also uh, the, the, the noise bleed from yeah. the main room was horrific because they had just had a curtain yeah. in the doorway. Like, not even like a sort of big, heavy soundproof one it was like a sort of, it was sort of a silky a flannel wasn't it <laughs> silky flannel yeah. Yeah. silky flannel there was, just for show really. yeah there was a, there was a bit of uh, there was a bit of noise coming through um, yeah I thought you I thought you dealt with it dealt with it really well oh, but thank you it was it, it, it did intrigue me because I went in and I thought I was like well, these these people look normal, but it's it's the Edinburgh Festival where are all the yeah. middle class yeah, like, yeah. trust funds kids doing their plays and stuff like what, what, what I is think this? in my venue that was very much that was <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. was not our vibe, and that's not my fan base either, so... <laughs> I liked, I have to say, Alex, I liked your use of... Um, I don't even know the words to describe it, but the, the like, visual presentation Yeah, kind of did like a mini sort of PowerPoint. Like a pa- PowerPoint. Yeah, that was the yeah. word I was looking for, exactly. Yeah, like the, the I, was... power, I think a PowerPoint is a very, very good comedy tool, actually. It works really well. I, I've never used it before in a show, ever. It. And I just sort of wanted to parody it. my old job where we used to have to go through all these presentations that were kind of so pretentious and stupid. Yeah, exactly. So that's what you were doing, wasn't it? You were kind of like, you, it was like a callback to your Yeah, uh, sort of, yeah. To your work, wasn't it? It was so funny, actually. My dad was down yesterday yeah. and uh, he said to me, he said, oh, um, a friend of a girl from work went to your show because I said, you know, my daughter's up there, whatever. Yeah. And they said, they said, it was very slick and well put together and great use of technology, but it wasn't very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, hey, I'll, I'll take slick because usually I feel like I'm wow, a bit scatty. that's really <laughs> hard. I know, and apparently they were like, "Oh, you know, it, you know, it could be funnier in the future." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, well, thanks so it, much." If anything, Alex, I would say the opposite. I would say it was quite unprofessional, but very, yeah, very yeah. funny. I would, I would like, I would feel like that was much more on brand. Yeah, I would that take was, that. But that was my, that was my. Yeah, I thought it was quite, um, bit, you know, a bit scatty because it was technically a work in progress. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to make it, you know 
proper Women show. Women progress, it was, yeah. It's like yeah, a, yeah, it wasn't a prop. It wasn't sort of a yeah. finished product. And it wasn't uh, an hour show, but yeah. And did uh, yeah did did that whole like PowerPoint stuff that kind of memories of work was that sort of figuring largely in your mind? And are you still doing that kind of stuff as well? Have you ever had to do? Like, re- did you have to do one today? Did you have to do a PowerPoint presentation today? No, thank God. My my, I've got a contract at the moment for like six months, and it's yeah. four hours a day, like kind of from home. I can go in and do so. And it's like my old picture editing kind yeah. of stuff. And that's, I don't think I could honestly. I don't think I could ever go back to like a really corporate yeah. environment. Not, I could do it if I just pop in, do my job, and leave. Yeah. But I can't. I used to work. I got sacked once actually from like a corporate job. The last sort of corporate job I did. <laughs> And uh, I couldn't be more thrilled, honestly. Um, Because I was working for a magazine, which I loved, doing editorial stuff, writing every day. And then they said to me, and I was technically freelance, and then they said to me, do you want to come into the advertorial side? Yeah. And I said, oh, I don't know if it's really me, but, you know, I'm thinking, oh, it's more money and a bit more security and all this. Not that they're really my things, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I said, yeah, 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 okay, I'll, I'll sort of go for the interview and everything gave me the job quite a decent salary and I just from day one I just hated it because of all the corporate speak it was all this kind of like a town hall meeting and um, you know uh, there was like staff socials at crazy golf on the first week and honestly I'm not this sounds like I'm being really snobby I'm really really not it's just like my idea of hell yeah and I think it's actually quite a lot of idea people's idea of hell until I went into this it was literally like the opposite office it was the same street the opposite office and it was just such a different culture like such different types of people yeah they kind of there was and then there was loads of targets and there was oh I just I just hated it yeah and I had the sort of most British sacking of all time what happened on because your sacking? I got like a warning but it was really polite they were just like oh you know you're really up, up to this and obviously your kind of ego is like no I can do it I can do yeah. it you know you don't want to kind of go out of a job on bad terms even if you're not really enjoying it and I hadn't been in it that long I'm talking like three four months um and then eventually <laughs> the big boss kind of came in and said, like, can I have a word with you on, like, the Friday? <laughs> and this was so... I think it, oh, it must have still been in my um, probation period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sick. imagine. Um, yeah. And he said, he said, you know why you're here, don't you? And I said, yeah, look, I'm sorry. I just, it's just not, it's not for me. And yeah. he said, no, I'm sorry. Because I kind of... Because he'd kind of sort of... Sounds like pushed a me to apply. Yeah, it was. It was. He'd kind of pushed me to apply, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm sorry," because I should have yeah. put more effort. And he was like, "No, I'm sorry," because you did say that you didn't want. And anyway, then he was like, "You know, you can go now if you want." I said, "Look, you've been really nice about it," because he said he'd pay me for an extra week, which he didn't have to do. And uh, he said, "He said I'll um, I'll pay you for an extra week, and um, uh, you can go now if you want." I said, "I'll finish this work," and then I told my line manager, who I actually got on really well with, and she said do you want me to announce it to the office? And I was like, what, I've just been sacked? No. I said, just let me sneak out. not, yeah. I sort of left, I finished my work in the next hour, snuck out. I was like, just don't, tell them whatever you want when I've gone. But like, when I'm still there, just be like, guys, Alex is just leaving because she's actually been sacked. She's been sacked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's just started raining. I know, yeah. Let's try and find, yeah, actually. Take cover. We'll find, Maybe let's go find somewhere. Tree. Yeah, that might be okay. Yeah. <laughs> the glamour of, I'm still not sure about doing a podcast outside. I quite like it. Do you think it works all right? My friend who's a, a podcast producer always likes doing it sort of, you know, out and about. I think it feels... You get, you get a little bit of background noise, though. I can hear this banging in my ear, which is not perfect. This is the first time it's rained. So, no. yeah, this is your... Um, it's a bad omen. Yeah. Actually, it's not too bad here, though. Yeah, I think we'll be fine here. 
Um, but yeah, this is the this is the glamour. Stood under a tree. Yeah. Is it because you started it in summer? Or? <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, well, how is this going to work in the winter? Can you pick up snow on a yes? I need <laughs> to. I need to work that one out. I need to work that one out. Um, but yeah, I, well, one of the things I think is interesting about us as well, Alex, is we. I think we've got these things in common. So, I've done kind of regular journalism yeah. and magazines and stuff as you have done. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I guess, like you, I've always really been more of a comedy person. I've always been sneaking jokes into yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Always been cut out yeah. by oh, editors. That, that's exactly why I hate that advertorial yeah. job. That's exactly the process. You put the jokes in. You're like, well, they I've written something good. Well. Yeah. And yeah. then you, you read it and you were like, well, now it's dry yeah. and boring. Yeah. But, um, and yeah. got my name on it. <laughs> exactly, which is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's it's fun to it's fun to kind of have those both like both of those things in a way. But I, I'm I'm sure you prefer doing comedy, right? Doing, oh God, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do anything else now. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is kind of a bad thing if comedy ever goes badly for me. <laughs> if you get sacked from being if a comedian. If I get sacked or cancelled or something for saying that the royal family should be <laughs> <laughs> removed. What were we swiftly. saying? Earlier? I think we were just saying we actually quite like them. <laughs> Think, if like, they're listening top work top yeah. work top work royal top family. work doing nothing um, um, but no it's been going well as well hasn't it like you've got congratulations on the Avalon oh um, thank you yeah, yeah that was Avalon, mad yeah Avalon thing so that. now you're working yeah working yeah, with them I've got you? an agent so yeah. which, is, which is weird um, yeah. and I feel like every time they do anything for me I'm like oh sorry to put you out <laughs> <laughs> and they're like we, we are your agent I'm like yeah yeah I know but sorry <laughs> That is that. It must be so long doing it for yourself, you know. Yeah. It's weird to have somebody else kind of trying to help you, I guess. Yeah. Are you, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you're? Are you like one of those people who likes to be kind of in control and like doing it all? Are you happy to say, go like to your agent, go and do all this for me? I don't. Yeah, I am actually with my own stuff. I'm very much not in control of a lot of my life. Sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, it is weird. Like I always want to. I always feel bad asking someone to do something. Or, yeah delegating yeah and then I don't end up doing what I'm supposed to do because I've taken on too much yeah I'm a, I'm a bit like that as well I think there might be a maybe like a bit of a working class like yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. as well I kind of feel bad for anyone like doing anything for like if I go oh, to a, yeah. if I go to a restaurant oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like well yeah. I can I can go and like get the cook it? yeah I'll, I'll go and cook it for you I'll get the I'll get the plates out as yeah. well like don't worry whereas rich people are like oh bring me this bring me that oh, they're just I kind of yeah. used to I can't used if, to if, that, a, if a waiter sort of brings me the wrong meal like I would be like oh thank, thanks anyway. so much yeah. <laughs> I'm deeply allergic, but I'll just, I'll just, just crack on. Exactly. All these, all these nuts, lovely. Thank yeah, thank you, thank you so for much. this nut yeah. roast. <laughs> and can you call me an ambulance? Yeah. <laughs> if you see me having a fit, um, just, I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's definitely that. I'm really bad at, at that. Yeah. I was at, I hosted the comedy tent at Reading Festival this year. Um, and I was I was the MC and everyone was doing half hour sets. Everybody is just in there like it was re- it was so hot. Yeah. Everybody was just taking shelter from the sun, and it's a tent that can hold seven thousand people, and there was probably two hundred people in there. Yeah. So you're there at midday trying to be like, "Come on, guys!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was tough. And then by the end, when you're introducing Marcus Brigstock and Russell Howard to seven thousand people, yeah. um, you know, you're like, "Oh, this is." If they could have only seen me six hours ago <laughs> trying to rile up like three groups of eight you know yeah. Uh, but yeah it was it was really good it was it's good. a really 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 cool gig to have I think yeah. and 
we're we're both we're both big uh, music fans. It must have been great, like being at Reading Festival and yeah, kind of. Do not get me started. Rock on this. and roll, right? I so <laughs> I was gigging at Brighton Comedia, which is mm. a massive club, on the Friday and Saturday. Basically, yeah. they book you for the weekend. You stay over on the Friday and then you can go home on the Saturday. Yeah. And I so I had to do that on the Friday. Go to Reading Festival in the morning on the train host all day and then immediately leave and go back to Comedia and Arctic wow. Monkeys were headlining on the Saturday oh. their first show since they released yeah. um, There'd Better Be a Mirrorball and I was so gutted I mean Comedia's amazing luckily it was a great gig mm. but yeah I miss. I didn't get to see any bands I didn't get to see anything apart from the back of the tent on stage oh but that's a rock that's like a rock and I know. roll anecdote I know itself, that, sounds, that sounds like were, a roll but I just couldn't believe I'd miss Alex Turner I yeah that was like, it was like you know if you're a muse or something you get like helicoptered from gig to yeah, gig it's yeah like, exactly yeah. You know, like the muse of comedy but yeah, I'll, take, I'll what, take that what would Ford you, escort helicopter same thing <laughs> what would you say to Alex Turner if you were hanging out with him backstage I think I'd, I think I'd just pretend that I didn't really know who he was because yeah. I think that's the, the only reason that he would speak to me <laughs> I think I'd be like, like, oh yeah, I think I know a couple of your songs. That's cool. You, what are you on? Oh, you're headlining. Oh, great. And then inside, I'd be exploding. You know. Would you? <laughs> Will he be the person you want to see? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he lives really near me. I saw him in lockdown once, and that was kind of you know at the peak, sort of on we of, uh, of lockdown. Do you live in Sheffield? Um, yeah, as if he lives in Sheffield, um, in East London. Yeah. I think he's back from LA. And yeah, and I saw him one day in lockdown, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It's like all I could talk about for like four. That days. is a good celeb spot. Because when nothing's going on, what was he up to? It was in Tesco's. Just or something. going to the shop, yeah. Yeah. With a tote bag. Oh really? Mm, stylish. No. And a Cuban heel. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> he does like to dress quite flamboyantly now. Yeah, he? he was. He was like dressed as Alex Turner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think he, maybe he was bored in lockdown as well, and he was just like, "Yeah, do you know what?" Because I think if he would have been in like a cap, yeah. shades, like an old t-shirt, jeans. You wouldn't. you wouldn't have known, really. It's because he was wearing like a lot leather jacket, some flares, a boot, and like shades. His hair slipped back. I was yeah. like, Ooh. oh, my God, it's Alex Turner. <laughs> yeah. And then just like sort of me and my friend were doing that thing where we were just chatting but not opening our mouths. Like, oh, my God, it's Alex Turner. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God. He didn't have an Arctic Monkeys tote bag, did he? That would be quite funny. No, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Um, just on, just staying on brand. Yeah. Always chasing the coin. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and that that makes me think of the uh, the other thing which you do as well, indie. Oh, in, indie amnesty, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've yeah, done my a, club night. Yeah, I've done a few uh, indie indie DJ nights myself. Oh, have you? And I think it's always a really fun thing to do. Oh, it's so good. Who, it's who my wants who time. wants to listen to techno or something? I do not get it, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. if you have to be on that many drugs to enjoy music, it's not Rubbish. good. You might have a good night, but it's yeah. not good music. Indie nights are the best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's it like doing indie amnesty? Is it a fun thing to do? It's honestly like the best. Yeah thing in the world I, and I, I mean I love comedy as well obviously but yeah, yeah and I never I never was going to DJ it but then my friends that I run it with were on the second one they were like no 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 we're going to teach you tonight and you're yeah. going to do it um, so yeah we've literally just announced I'm trying to find a London venue because Bethnal Green Working Men's Club if they're listening are not getting back to me even though I sold it out for you every time oh come on Bethnal um, Green honestly it's like I'm trying to ask them for money I'm actually yeah. trying to say let me give you money but anyway uh, but we've literally just announced uh, a Christmas one in Margate at the Libertines Hotel. Yes, and you did a Margate one before, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, it was amazing, yeah. yeah. How on did the that 3rd go? of December, so get tickets. Yeah. Um, it was great. It was it was so cool. It was like, nice to be doing it in the like, sort of indie poster boys, you know, kind of come full circle. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing. Everybody loved it. It was it was great. And we got to stay there for free as well. So. What was the Libertines Hotel like? It's like exactly what you think. It's all like black paint, really rock and roll, sort yeah. of. Um, not fluorescent lighting. What's the word? 
Like neon or something? Neon, yeah. yeah. Neon everywhere. Yeah. The bar's really cool. Yeah, it's just really nice. All, all people are nice and stuff. I'm, They're I'm, like good eggs. Yeah, I really want to check it out. I've been trying to get Carl um, to come on the podcast. I oh, yeah, yeah. I think he yeah. would be great. Yeah. So, yeah. Carl, if you're listening, probably a very low chance of that. But hey, you never know. He emailed on. me the other day. That was mad. Did he? Yeah, about... Because I do a comedy night at his cafe in Margate as well. Oh. I'm just wheedling my way into the Libertine's empire. Yeah, you should one do. One by one. Exactly. Yeah. You um, could, well, yeah, have you ever thought of moving to Margate? A lot of people are doing that, aren't they? I wouldn't move there, but I would... I would like to like there. have share like you know share a house with somebody there, and yeah. I could go there for a weekend, and they could mm. take my place yeah. in London. Yeah, but I know I don't think I could quite move there yet. But he's just moved there. So yeah, I think like when you're a bit older, maybe you're like, oh, I've kind of done London now. Yeah. But when the fast train comes in, it'll be better. I yeah. Think, as well. I always think it's closer than it is. It's actually like an hour and a half on the train. Yeah, and it is cool, isn't it? But that whole li- li- I've still not been to Libertine's Hotel. I need to do it, but. I, like, I love the idea of it it's so bonkers yeah it's amazing that they just bought like the most rock and roll band yeah. in the noughties just bought a house at, like in a beachfront town like, it's so cra- it's so yeah. crazy it's so crazy do you remember um, the I don't know if you ever saw there was a documentary about the Libertines well it was about Pete really chasing yeah. Pete Doherty do you remember that one no I don't actually it was this guy Max Carlish who I used to work with yeah and he made this documentary about like him and Pete it's like the greatest kind of rock and roll doc that no one's ever seen it was on channel four right but it was just about him like kind of unveiling his himself into like pete's world and then they fell out and really it was like his his um How weird. his like love for pete and his love for the libertines and stuff very very good wow. i always tell people to watch that yeah, especially watch if you're a libertines it, yeah. fan yeah yeah you'll like it's that. Still on all four. yes if it is definitely check i'll it get out. on it yeah yeah so yeah, I think doing indie amnesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do great. some more in London as well. well I'm yeah, trying. Exactly. I'm trying to get a, a venue before Christmas. Yeah. A working men's club type place. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it's not working out so far. It's really annoying. Yeah. But get in touch if you've got a venue. Yeah, Alex. please, please do, please yeah. do. We really, we really want to do one. Yeah. And you're keeping on. Well, you host loads of nights as well, don't you? And yeah, yeah. I've got some a new touring night. As well. Yeah, got a new night in um, in Soho at the Queen's Head in Piccadilly. Mm. Uh, every Monday I'm hosting one a month but my friends we're sort of taking it all in turns so yeah. I host one in every four uh, new material which is great we're having like big names come down and you know you might see someone off the telly doing brand new stuff oh I don't want to see anyone off the telly That's, oh, no god no um, <laughs> no absolutely not just horrific <laughs> new people no yeah, exactly yeah. people that have just done oh, their stand up course I've, I've paid Those my are... dues with that <laughs> um, and actually I've got a new night I don't know when this is might be coming out but I've got a new night at Hackney Coterie I was reading about that so you can have food yeah. and comedy it's properly European so it you go for so a meal civilized. but don't worry you're not having the meal in the comedy room yeah. so you go for the meal first and then come watch an hour of comedy well I mean that would be funny if you were having dinner and the comedian was like rinsing you for well that's like, like, kind of happens oh, like you've, or, you've, or, you've ordered you've ordered leeks yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no it sounds it sounds really but nice but yeah that's, and it's actually really nice that food. restaurant so, like, is come, lovely yeah, yeah. I've eaten there very very nice yeah. yeah so like come for some food and then come watch some comedy food and comedy that sounds so civilised I'll be down for that I definitely. know yeah my, my nights kind of span a whole range of yeah, from that, that venue in Edinburgh yeah. to Hackney Coterie, the whole gamut <laughs> yeah, has been... Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's so, a big time. Yeah, 
bit of everything for yeah, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, we'll wrap up now. It's so windy and rainy. <laughs> Alex, thank you for putting up with it. <laughs> thank this. you. It's Weird actually been nice to get me out. We literally just stood by a tree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. Thanks for letting me plug and talk about all the stuff I love. No problem. And I'll see you again at Hamlet Comedy. I have to mention Oh, yeah. I have oh, to yeah, mention Matt Snyder. Oh, God, he would get mad at me if I didn't mention that. Yeah. Exactly. Dulwich Good Hamlet old. Comedy. Hamlet Comedy at Dulwich Hamlet yeah. Football Club. It's, it's brilliant. Great. Alex hosts it. Everyone should go down it's there. It's amazing. Yeah. Every yeah. F- first Thursday of every month. Definitely. Alex, there. thank you so much thank today. You. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date. Um, there's lots more where that came from, and there'll be more in the future as well. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review, um, good or bad, make them funny. I'll be reading out the best ones, and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most. Name check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out our website, parkdate.co.uk. And um, if you see me walking around in the park, come and say hello. I think that was the sound of someone sneezing. Um, Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Coming up on the next edition of Park Date, somebody rides a moped past me and then drives a car past me and then I just lean on a wall thinking for a bit. Hmm... All that and more on the next edition of Park Date. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.